0: You're listening to The Greek's Gridiron, live with Ethan Haristadulu. Welcome back, everyone, to The Greek's Gridiron. I am Ethan Haristadulu. It's March 7th, 2022, and I'm coming back to you guys again with more of my Best of Free Agent Fit series. And today we are focusing on none other than the Detroit Lions. A lot of work to do with this team this offseason. I'm excited to talk about a couple of guys that I would like to see head on over to Detroit. So my Lions fans, hit that like button, hit that sub button so you don't miss out on the rest of the series. And also all the conversation I'll be having about teams as we roll through this offseason. So let's discuss the Lions. We got... $26.5 million in available cap space. So a fair amount of change, and that's obviously not including maybe some more people they cut as they go through the, the next couple of weeks leading into the free agent period when it opens up on March 16th. But I think that this is a team that was better than their record, they were very competitive with some very good teams, and they might be a little bit closer to turning the ship around than some people might realize if you're not someone who's in the know of Detroit. There is some good young talent over there, Uh, there's some aging veterans that need to go, but on the defensive side of the football, the free agent guy that I have picked for this first person here is a no-brainer in my opinion. It was recently announced that the Saints are not going to be franchise tagging him, and I would love to see them go after safety Marcus Williams. What a pickup this would be for that secondary! You you basically cover up the top of the defense. The guy is only 25 years old. If you're signing him, you're probably giving him like, you know, four or five, maybe more than that years on the deal. And he's going to average somewhere around $16 million or so based off of what I've looked around. That's where everyone kind of has him around, give or take, a million or two, depending on who you talk to. But he's going to be expensive But this one's a no-brainer. Firstly, there's the history with Dan Campbell. I think that makes the most sense out of just about any free agent here. Him coming from the Saints, Campbell coming from the Saints. That just seems like an easy conversation to have there. And I mean, the Lions are in a rebuild mode. They can realistically add anybody and it'd be a plus for the defense or the offensive side of the football, unless you're talking like offensive line, which is probably their most set entire like positional group out of everything on their team. But if you bring in a guy like Williams, he completely sets you over the top on defense. I mean, talk about a game changer. He is an absolute playmaker over in the pass and in the run. I mean, he can do just about everything you need him to do on top of, you know, like. <laughs> I just don't really see how this one would not make sense, I guess you could say. And I have a hard time understating that. I mean, when you look at the numbers, 57 tackles, two interceptions, five pass breakups, and only one touchdown allowed this past season. He has a career average of three interceptions and only 59.3% completion when the ball's coming his way. I mean, the guy is excellent defending the pass and he's a solid run defender to boot. And he knows Dan Campbell. They come from the same place. I mean, what better player to strike on for the Detroit? Lions than the premier top end safety that is going to be available in free agency. It makes so much sense. And when it came out that the Saints weren't going to resign him, like I said, it, it, I was like, boom, first team that came to my mind, he's got to go to the Lions. Campbell has got to reach out to him himself and be like, hey, man, we're trying to do this whole thing in Detroit. Sell him on what's going on. Players appear to really love Dan Campbell. I enjoy Tan- Dan Campbell myself. And I think that he's a guy that anyone would want to go and play for. And if you talk to him enough, you'd, he could probably sway you into believing what he's doing. Again, this team was so competitive. And in my opinion, they were a little bit better than what their record actually was. They took some really good teams to the brink. And bring in a guy like Marcus Williams, he's so young, so good, he's got his whole career ahead of him, lock him up, give him that four or five year deal so he's there to you know 29, 30, maybe 31 if you want to really lock him in for a long time, and set your secondary up for success going forward. Marcus Williams just makes so much sense to me, and I would love to see him go to Detroit. The second guy that I have listed on here, he's also on the defensive side of the football, and... Let me explain this second guy by saying that I am not a huge spend as much money as possible in free agency type of guy to fix holes. I think the Lions are a team that they need to build through the draft, especially considering how much dead money they're dealing with right now after the Matthew Stafford trade and all the money they're eating up from Jared Goff. They don't need to be spending a ton of money. So if I'm picking a guy like Marcus Williams as my first guy for them to take, the second guy that I have listed here, he's more of a rotational piece. He's a guy that's going to fit into what's going on there, add some depth, add some youth, and also, some proven production on a very limited basis. And I have selected here interior defensive lineman Tim Settle from Washington. So, why do I have him picked here? Well, with the talent that Washington has over there on their defensive line, they have room to let a guy like Settle walk. He has not been the be all end all of their defensive line. He's a rotational piece, a guy that comes in, and gets the job done, and gets back out so that the premier, you know, first round picks that they have all over their front seven there can get in and do their job settle is going to be cheap average of around four to maybe five million dollars per year i say since he's only 24 years old sign him two three maybe four years if you just want to have him for that positional depth and you're not spending a ton of money on him at that I expect Detroit to probably look at the interior D line going into this draft. I think that the interior defensive line is very deep from all the all the tackle positions. You know whether you're looking at four three guys or three four guys, either or. There's a lot of really good defensive in, in, interior defensive linemen in this year's draft, and I do expect them to more than likely select someone there. But I will say that I think that there's a little more work to be done than just drafting a guy or two. Bring in a guy who's already been in the league for a little bit, has some proven production, and has the ability to be a rotational piece. You know, don't just rely on bringing in a bunch of youth from the draft. I, That's always kind of risky. You want a healthy mix of rookies, you know, solid depth guys that have been around for a bit and veterans as well. And I mean, when you look at the statistics and what Settle has been able to do as a rotational piece in Washington, the numbers fare pretty well. He was, he again, very young, 41 pressures in the last three years on only 872 snaps. That's like, if you think about that, a defensive player going to get somewhere around like 800 to 1,000 snaps or so, give or take, in a full season if they're starting and they're like a number one guy. 872 snaps, 41 pressures. That's actually really good, especially coming from the inside. Again, he's a rotational piece. And while he didn't have any sacks this past season, the season prior in 2020, he did have five. And the year before that, he had two. So, Yeah, did he, you know, he didn't notch any sacks or anything like that, but he's clearly a disruptor and he's pretty solid in the run as well. So he's, again, a good depth guy, a good rotational guy. He is not a guy that you are bringing in to be the number one on your defensive line. But when you look at what they already have on the inside there, Michael Brockers and Williams, they're both in their 30s. They're not getting any younger. So bringing in a guy like Settle, who has the proven production and limited opportunities, and he's not going to break the bank. And you're already spending, in my hypothetical scenario here, a ton of money on bringing in a safety like Marcus Williams to protect you over the top. This is more of like a depth addition type of guy and a guy that would make sense to me to see them bring in. I would like to see a guy like Settle end up in Detroit. Makes a lot of sense in my opinion. Doesn't break the bank. And I think, again, a good solid rotational piece. And is he better or worse than the guys you already had in there? That's up for debate, but I will say he has youth and the remainder of his career to work with, and I would like to see what he could do over there in Detroit. But those are my two guys that I would like to see the Lions go after. Let me know who you guys think, my Lions fans, in the comment section down below. What do you want to see them target and go after in this free agent market? There are a ton of big names that are going to be available. Uh, Again, the Lions have $26.5 million. Not a ton of money to play with, but a fair amount to play with where you could make a big splash play and then get a guy or two that is of value, like a rotational dude like Tim Settle. But let me know what you guys think. I appreciate you all for watching. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Have a, a good one.